Welcome to the third space. I'm Kevin Weir. And I'm George Clooney. No, you're not. You can't see me. You don't know. Fine, then. And I'm Ben Affleck. No, you're not. Yeah, you're right. I'm not. Welcome to the show, Jeremy specifically. Oh, thanks. Thanks for that very specific welcome, Kevin. Welcome to the show also specifically to you. Yeah, to you. (laughs) Yeah, you. 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 (laughs) You know who you are. Yeah. We don't even have to say it. You (laughs) just know. You you know. Yeah. Remember remember that inside joke? (laughs) (laughs) It's a good joke. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. Yeah, you do. (laughs) That's right, and uh, we want you to know that we appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy. Yes. Today, I went outside of my house. Oh, my God, Kevin. Uh, Is it it irradiated out there? No, no. Are there there alien creatures that hunt by sound? I do wish that I could uh, finish the story by saying I went and did something special. No, I just go to the corner store I always go to. Yeah, and wear a mask. That's very yeah, important. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but I went out. But today was especially to go out because I went out, uh, and there was snow on the ground. Yep. And it was deeper than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna. I, I don't have to, you know, switch it to my heavier snow shoes now. I'll just wear my my normal, uh, normal like half the year since spent like this. But yeah. you know, my 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 summer shoes. I'm not even gonna put on socks. Uh, and it's not, well, it's not that cold, so I could just wear shorts, which is fine. Uh, take one step right up to the ankles. <laughs> Turns go, did out. You, did you go back inside? Mm, no, I fought through it. <laughs> I had cold ankles, like my ancestors wanted me to have. Oh, I see. Uh, uh, per their intentions. Yes, the, the end of the story is, really just comes down to the fact that when the air is, you know, nice... And still warm enough does not mean the snow is. Yeah, yeah. I was um, because it snowed yesterday. Yes, uh, I was outside when it started. Ooh. Yeah, I was taking a walk, and I was like, "It's weird. It feels like maybe it's there's some stuff in the air. Is like it dusty or something? Is like I was walking in a park, so I was like, maybe there's like some leaf detritus that's in the air. I don't know." And then, like, ten minutes later, I was like, no, it's fucking snowing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the reason I kind of wanted to bring this up is because I had the weirdest thought as I was, like, driving through this snow where, like, I, I wasn't there when the snow first came. I was down in another area, that being the basement. Like, that's a secret. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then I, then I went up to where the sun is. And I looked at the window. I'm like, oh, now there's snow. Mm-hmm. And I... I had this thought as, as I was driving that it legitimately felt like so much time had passed. Like I was in a different age. Like I, <laughs> I actually pulled up outside the corner store and I, I had this moment of panic where I'm like, oh God, right. I, it's still the world. I still should wear a mask as I go into the store. So I like look to make sure I had it. And You entered your winter normal. <laughs> yeah, it just <laughs> – I just had this moment where I disconnected from reality into being like, and now time is different. Different because when you play games and the season changes, <laughs> things are things are different. You play Stardew Valley and it becomes winter. All your crops are dead. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, I need Kevin. I need you to step back to reality. I do. Step back into uh, the day that is today because it's Spooktober, Kevin, and it we've is, got a podcast to record. It is. We have to do that. We have to record this podcast and feature a creature that has been haunting us, or maybe <laughs> just me, for months. Yeah. Yeah, I think since February. <laughs> I bur- <laughs> you were like, we should do this creature, Jeremy. And I was like, that seems like a Spooktober one. And they, they were like, nah. Thankfully, it wasn't February, but it definitely was like three months ago. And I was like, hey, 
I want to do this one. And you're like, that seems like uh, like Halloween. I'm like, they all seem like Halloween. They're all monsters. <laughs> like, no, I think we do something better. But now's the time. Now's now the time. These- these tabs that I've, I've had open pro- up I've on procrastinated for months so that you can so we can do banshees in 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 October. Ah, I was going to do the big reveal, but you just said banshees. Yeah, we're doing banshees. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about banshees. Yeah, we're, we're talking about the X Men hero banshee. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, I didn't practice my Scottish Irish accent. Um, <laughs> you, you barely even practice your English accent yeah. there. I mean, I don't practice my English accent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are doing Banshees. That's right. So, Kevin, uh, before we get into the nitty-gritty of Banshees, what's uh, a general description of what a Banshee is? Well, a general description of a Banshee, just off the top of my head and not written here in front of me, <laughs> a Banshee is a, fu- is a female... <laughs> I have written it out and I still mess it up. Yep. A Banshee is a female spirit in Irish folklore who heralds the death of a family member, usually by wailing, shrieking, or keening. So, uh, I know what wailing is, thanks to Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. And I know what shrieking is, thanks to shrieking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've ha- seen lots of people shriek. But what's keening? Oh, I'm very glad you're, you asked. Uh, so, it is a, like, traditional form of, like, a lament for the dead. Oh, okay. Um, if you read anything about it, they don't make it very clear exactly what it is. It's kind of a song. Keening is kind of a song. So it's like a a screamo song? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Keening is a thing that was done by keening women. Who essentially? I'm gonna are, say it's like a a mournful woeing. It's like oh. Okay. <laughs> well, it, it, there's the reason that there's no no specific thing about it is because it's just this is what's done by these keening women because these keening women were professional mourners. Oh shit! They were hired to go to like funerals and they were and paid <laughs> for their services to essentially. Be, I to, mean, uh, the term to obviously take has that morning to the next step. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the keen itself was thought to have been con- con- constituted of stock poetic elements, okay. maybe like listing of the genealogy of the deceased, praise for the deceased, emphasis <laughs> on the woeful condition of those left behind. Um, <laughs> so it's literally like a eulogy. But, but poetic. Well, here's the thing. So it's generally carried out by one or several women. Uh, sometimes there's a chorus of keening women just being oh my screaming. God, but how much? Um, <laughs> there's physical movements involved. Oh shit! The physical movements involve rocking, kneeling, or clapping, accompanied by the keening women. <laughs> so the idea is that, ke- that keening was a thing done by women who were paid to go to funerals and burial sites. And just lose their goddamn <laughs> minds. And they get paid for it. <laughs> and I love the idea of, like, these ancient stoic people just being like, Oh, mother is dead. Yeah, she truly is. I'm not going to cry for her. No, me neither. I will hire this woman, I though. I will hire this woman, though. <laughs> Control yourself, woman. <laughs> but I mean, let no, the, do it more. Let, do it more. Let the keening commence. Um... That's wonderful because now we have a ghost that like screams and wails. Well, there's there's or a shrieks lot. or does a full on eulogy. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't with choreography. I don't think we should uh, we should consider keening to be anything that's coherent. Okay, like the idea of these keening women is that they are paid more if they are more. I'm the term somewhat loaded, but hysterical. Okay, like, gotcha. Yeah, like the the more wild they were, and like falling over the um, the, the, the coffin, more, the more amped up they went. Oh yeah, the the, the more extra that these keening women are, they <laughs> the would more, get the more dramatic. Paid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they get they go they just get, get paid, and that's actually <laughs> part of where the banshee kind of came from. Is they're like, well, women did this, so maybe earlier they did this. <laughs> Maybe they learned from ghosts. <laughs> Perhaps they have learned it from ghosts. <laughs> but the basic idea, um, uh, 
the the basic idea is that these banshees would when when a family would hear them it would be a sign that someone would die yeah someone gonna die it's fairly rare that the idea is the banshee would be the one who kills them usually they're more of just like warning symbol yeah it's gonna happen just prepare yourselves just get ready start writing down the steps to your keening dance because it's coming (laughs) yeah um and it could be a song don't get me wrong there's a scream but there's also the idea of it being a lament sung essentially by the banshee which would be Mm -hmm. kind of more of the keening idea yeah and I would have to say that if you're the one who gets the banshee that sings, you must be like, oh, thank God. I mean, someone's going to die, but at least you don't get the shouting one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the wailing wouldn't be so bad. You could, like, play some instruments and have a metal song. But the, sh- <laughs> the, sh- the shrieking, what can you do with that? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? What, I am I supposed to, what, uh, what am I supposed to do with that? I can't create something cool as this. <laughs> What am I supposed I, to do here? I guess I can uh, record it and put it on top of a goat because it kind of sounds like a goat scream. <laughs> Maybe uh, it's just a goat. <laughs> somebody got to go check now. <laughs> uh, the more I think about it, the more I think it may just be a goat. <laughs> I have a few things to add to the Banshee lore. Absolutely. That I, that I think are pretty common, but maybe okay. not uh, in the original myth. Okay. Uh, one, a Banshee's song drives a person who hears it to sorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and not like a regular sorrow, like a supernatural sorrow. <laughs> like all they can feel is sadness until they die. Basically. I mean, I mean, to be fair, there, there is the idea that <laughs> you hear the song. And you're like, Oh God, someone I know is going to die. Oh, it was me. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, but just by hearing it can drive you to sadness um, in some lores. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is that sometimes if you take the full force of the Banshee's scream, it'll kill you. Yeah, that is a very um, D&D version of where it's like, ah, we got to fight the Banshee. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, gosh, if she screams at you, you will die. It's also in a lot of Hollywood movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, when they want to make the, the Banshee yeah. actually be someone you have to fight and not just someone who wanders around your house screaming at you. <laughs> someone gonna die. Like, we, we know you've been doing this for the last three days days somebody just die already uh they do say they're shrieking which might be able to shatter glass so yep. there is yep. an idea there of being somewhat um forceful somewhat forceful um <laughs> certainly loud yeah yeah uh when when you actually talk about where banshees come from you get a few ideas in there mm-hmm. uh there's the idea of them just being spirits yep. just and I, I don't mean that in like they've always existed. They're not they're not people come back to uh, like the spirit from the spirit. Yeah, we, we we need to clarify, we, especially in a lot of um, North American uh, that idea. All the idea of like ghosts and spirits kind of get conflated. We're talking yeah. about Irish term of spirits, which is that they are a natural thing. Yeah. Uh, then there's the idea that they might be. Um, Actual ghosts. There's yeah, the idea that they generally might... a woman who died in mourning. Um, diff- well, there are there are some. There's a, it's a woman who died in mourning. There's yeah. some where it's um, just a woman from the family who died who just became a spirit for the family. The yeah. idea is that usually the banshees are a family banshee. Oh, uh, <laughs> I see. Yeah, like like that uh, banshee is for your family. Gail is back. Ah, we named her. <laughs> I mean, the, the original like the, the versions of these myths. I don't even say that like, oh, the banshee will only appear to like pure stock of Ireland. Someone whose surname is prefixed with like O or Mac, <laughs> uh, and that's like, and each family there has a banshee. So there's like only like a couple of them. Okay, uh, but that just seems really classist. And, yeah, uh, it does. Gel, you know, greedy. It, seem, it seems like the Irish were just like, no, you can't have this idea. <laughs> no, we get a woman who screams at us that we're going to die. You don't get anything. You don't get any of that. You <laughs> you don't get any of it. It's all for us. It's ours. <laughs> it's uh. ours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but with the Banshee, there's like the good Banshees, which are the idea that they – 
you know, they watch over the family and they do let you know that, you know, someone's going to die. Then there's just the, uh, the evil banshees, they say, which are just like, they do the exact same thing, <laughs> but they like that you're going to die. Oh, they're into it. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no, there's nothing in there that says, oh, they'll do anything different to you. It's just no. one, like, we'll probably, maybe, maybe they'll sing the Keening nice song. The other one will just scream that, ah. <laughs> yeah, the other one will just shriek around. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to die, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so chic, for shriek. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, where was it going with this Banshee thing? Uh, there's this kind of, like, I think it's worth bringing this up. Um, there's a more Scottish version of the, uh, Banshee. Uh, because when you look at the original ideas of Banshees, they would also say, they would also call them, like, washerwomen. Okay. Uh, the idea being that they also wash clothes. Um, All right. All right, interesting, interesting take, Scotland. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, no, no, this is that's not just Scottish. That is like oh, okay, also okay, the Irish. Okay. The idea is that um, they're also clothes washers. Like there's the um, there's some legend where the banshee will not only scream; she'll wash the clothes of the recently dead or soon to be dead. Okay, gotcha. Which, which I, I guess mean, that's a good way of knowing who's gonna die. Yeah, the idea is that it might be a little bit conflated with the the washerwoman, the Ben. The, oh, God, Gaelic. Um, <laughs> Bean Nye, I want to say. So the bean? Banshee, the Bean Nye. It's yeah. spelled Bean, B-E-A-N. Yeah. Uh, and then Nye, as in like N-I-G-H-E. Oh, yeah. Bean Nye, or something like that. Yeah. Um, but it has a lot of um, uh, stuff that goes along with Banshee. In fact... Um, being she is the angela is the uh is the an- anglicized version of banshee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so I figure it's also worth bringing up the bean knife. Sure, sure. Um, what's what's up with that thing? Well, what I like about the bean knife is that there's ways to deal with the bean with the bean knife. Oh, so, okay. So uh, banshee can't deal with it, but this thing you can. Well. Yeah. Um, so this is the one that does a lot of the washing. So the so the idea of this washerwoman or washer at the Ford uh, is usually seen beside a pool, a stream or a pool, and is washing the blood from the linen and grave clothes of those who are about to die. Which is why there's already blood on your clothes. <laughs> You're not yeah, dead yeah. yet. You're bleeding out. But they just assume there will be some blood on your clothes because, you know, it's the past. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get blood on you. Yeah, and people who are thinking like that's weird. People don't get blood on their clothes that often. Mm. <laughs> Historically speaking, uh, yeah, 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 much more common. Uh, so there's a bunch of different like uh, traditions of this, of course, including them granting wishes, <laughs> of course, because it's Gaelic mythology. They can yeah, also yeah. grant wishes because wishes are always a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's, uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff there with like, it could be the spirits of women who like died in childbirth, but you could avoid them becoming ghosts by make, by cleaning all of their clothes. Otherwise you'll have to finish the task after death. Oh, I um, see. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's a part where it gets weird. Oh, just, just now. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, this, this washing woman washing all the clothes. On certain isles, on the isles of Mole and Tiri, she is said to have unusually long breasts that that interfere with her washing. So she throws them over her shoulders and lets them hang down her back. (laughs) It is not done, my boy! (laughs) Those who see her must not turn away, but quietly approach from behind so that she is not aware. He then should take hold of one of her breasts, put it in his mouth, and claim to be her foster child. She will then impart to him whatever knowledge he desires. If she says the clothes... Okay, maybe we just stop right there for a second. So... (laughs) First of all, long breasts is such a weird way to describe a breast. 
Yeah, they're long. Um, they're long. <laughs> um, how would uh, how would you describe those breasts? Uh, look, 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 do your boobies hang low? <laughs> long. You gotta throw yeah. them over your shoulders. Shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you grab one. One. Sneaking up, sneak up, grab one, put it in your mouth, and I'd be like, "I'm your baby," <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, <laughs> all, right. all right, all right, baby." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell me your secret knowledge, mommy. <laughs> this seems like a really weird kink. Uh, <laughs> what I, it seems also a real dangerous thing to do in case that just it's just an old woman <laughs> who you just molested. And you're like, I'm your baby. And she's like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Who are I know you? I've got, I know I've got long breasts, but that was uncalled for. Uh, Terrible. Um. What I like is this is she'll impart to him whatever knowledge he desires. Now, if she says the clothing she is washing belongs to an enemy, then he can allow the washing to continue. But mm-hmm. if it belongs to himself or any of his friends, then he can stop her from completing her task and avoid his fate. I love just the way that's worded is like, and if <laughs> she's washing the clothes of someone you don't like, just let that go. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. But if you like the person she's washing the clothes of, steal the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and you will not die. <laughs> steal the clothes while running away shouting, I'm your baby. I'm your baby! <laughs> I love it is that she will, impart, she will impart to him whatever knowledge he desires. And yeah. it seems to me like one of your questions should be whose clothes are those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That seems yeah. very important. First of all, question number one. How did these breasts get so long? <laughs> Second question. Whose clothes are those? <laughs> you, uh, the third question. Do I hate them? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should already know that. Um, <laughs> I'll decide if I hate them. You, you tell me who, whose <laughs> clothes it is, and I'll tell you if I hate them or not. Yeah. This will be a fun game. <laughs> Just you and me, washing lady. Uh, there's also ones that are some, that are like less fun, which is that it, which is uh, someone just like essentially cleaning clothes and singing a dirge, which let's mm-hmm. be clear is keening according yeah. to the very loose definition of keening. <laughs> yeah, it fits within the keening umbrella. Yeah, so she washes the clothes. So she washes the clothing of someone who's about to meet a sudden death by violence. Okay. However, she's so absorbed in her washing and singing that she's easily captured. <laughs> so the idea is that you can hold, grab hold of them after a stealthy approach, and she will reveal who is about to die, and okay. will also grant three wishes. Oh, because it's Gaelic folklore. So I guess basically what we're saying, what we're saying here is, if you see somebody, a woman washing clothes, grab her. No. Check and see if she has long breasts. <laughs> this one is and not described as having long breasts. Exactly. <laughs> lo- Are there breasts over her shoulders? Here's what I'll say. If she has breasts over her shoulders, you got a good chance that that is the washing variant of a banshee. Yeah. If she doesn't, there's she's, still a chance. Yeah. <laughs> could be a banshee. See a woman washing clothes, still a chance it could be a banshee. Is she singing a dirge? Okay. Do you? Because there's one more. There's one more of these Ben Nike that I have to talk about. Okay. Okay. Um, and the fact that there's so many of them is wild. Because um, <laughs> this is on the Isle of Skye. Um, okay. The Isle of Skye was said was said to have a squat figure resembling a small pitiful child. Now, if you catch this washing woman, she will reveal to you your ultimate your ultimate fate. Which I think for everyone is, you will die. Yeah, but it probably says how. <laughs> it's probably like, you will you will die because somebody stabbed you. I like the or, or, like, or she'll be like, you will die because you ate too much sauerkraut. You, <laughs> like, you will die because you grabbed me right now. Yeah. 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 Um, she answers all his questions, but he must also truthfully answer hers in return and i love the idea of capturing this small pitiful child and just and just be being like what is my ultimate fate and her, and her being like uh, you'll die in a bar fight hey 
Do you like do you like Jane Corden from down the street? Yes. <laughs> good. Good. Let's keep this good. going. <laughs> Next question. Next question. I love the idea the idea of being that you could ask them any question you want, but they'll get one back at you. And that is such a high school <laughs> energy. Uh, fine. Fine. Um uh what's the secret to uh the famous recipe at the pub here's a piece of paper salt. with it written down so, so much salt. salt so much salt and fat uh <laughs> tell me what is your greatest sexual desire uh, 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 mm. i don't know yet <laughs> <laughs> something will awaken in me eventually i'm sure that that's a cop out answer <laughs> uh, like a cop out no more questions. You're, just, no more. you're essentially yeah. playing truth and dare without the dare. It's but it's just, yeah, it's just truth. Now here's the thing: you have to sneak up on her to get that because, yeah. and yeah. I, and I'm going to tell you right now: I have no further information for you than this. Okay. 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 If the bean knife sees him first, he will then lose lose the use of his limbs. All of them. He will then use the use of his limbs. He will use the use of his limbs? He will lose the oh. <laughs> use of his limbs. Gotcha. So his limbs just stop working. He will lose the use of his limbs. End of paragraph. <laughs> End of explanation. There's a link to a page on paralysis, which I guess might be what they're going for. But all it says is his if. No, no, no. It says he cannot use his limbs anymore. If the if the Ben Nye sees him first. He will lose the use of his limbs. Done. Yep. That's Falls it. over. Falls over. Now he's basically just a torso with some spaghetti attached. <laughs> like, that's done. It's not clear if it comes back. It's not clear in what way it happens. No, no. We have to assume it, it doesn't come back. We have to assume it's an instantaneous. Like, he got he got seen. Well, the, the question... They got seen. The question I have is that... <laughs> Then, like, does does that matter if you didn't realize they were even there? You just suddenly yeah. you flop down and you're like, ah! If, if they see you first, Kevin, <laughs> goodbye limbs. Now, we could do the idea that these are all just different versions of the Banshee. There's just the screaming ones, and then there's the washer versions. Yeah. And then there's the one who you got to make sure you see them first. Yeah, you got to be paying attention. But they, okay. they see, the thing is, is they're all localized. Okay, here, <laughs> here's the thing that I will say about the see them first one. Okay. Um, it does say, because we do have to do the entire, like, paragraph in total. It says, if a person catches her, she will reveal to him his ultimate fate. And then it says, if she sees him first, she will lose the sight, lose of his limbs. So I do think you have to be trying to catch them. And if yeah, they yeah. catch you trying to catch them, you'll lose the use of your limbs. Yeah, this, this is a kabooter situation. Yeah. Unlike the, the long-breasted one, who I think if they catch you, they're just like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're like, oh, Sorry. <laughs> If I don't move, you can't see me, right? <laughs> I also disagree with him saying you must not turn away, but you have to go up and suckle on one of their breasts. I mean, you you don't have to do that. You just can't turn away. You could just watch them. No, it says those who see here must not turn away, but quietly approach from behind. So oh, you're right. You're aware. right. I yeah. think that is just this thing putting a lot of like, hey, you want to get those uh, knowledges that you she want, will impart on you. You want that long breast. Yeah. You, if you see a woman wa- washing clothes by the river, you got to do something. You, you have to make a decision in that moment. And that decision will define the rest of your life. Which means women washing clothes have an amazing amount of power just by existing. <laughs> well, here's, here's what I want to say, Kevin. Yeah. Here's what I want to say. There are a lot of opportunities in the last 10 minutes to take out-of-context sound bites from us. Yeah. I'm just going to say, for everyone's sake here, don't harass women washing clothes. If you see a woman washing clothes by the river, just assume she could lo- you, she will make you lose the use of your limbs. No. Um, well, maybe not that. Maybe just treat them like a regular person and, and like, not molest them. <laughs> That's good. 
But I, I just think you should treat everybody like there's a chance they could make you <laughs> lose the use of your limbs. I mean, I prefer everyone not walk around in a state of constant terror. I mean, I think the people who... <laughs> we've, got, we've got enough people in the world trying to induce that, Kevin. I, th- I think for the people who would, uh, believe, who would believe the first things we were saying were accurate ways of treating people, you should walk <laughs> around with a little bit of terror. I guess that's true. I think I think you've grown. If, if you believe too everything confident. we, yeah, if you believe everything we say, uh, you should be scared. <laughs> <laughs> I we do have to get into what this world's actually like. I want one last thing. I'll tell you one last thing uh, about the banshees. All right, uh, that is more of just this something we can definitely use. So no one is actually sure where banshees get their knowledge of a person's death from, which is fair enough. Mm-hmm. Now, the obvious theory is, hey, they're spirits, and it's magic. To yeah. that I say, we can go one step further. All right. One theory suggests that each family member has their own personal observer who follows them around and reports back to the Banshee. Which puts the Banshee <laughs> as more of some, like, hassled manager... Of like all these people, like all right. So what was what was Timmy yeah, doing? The bench, the banshee runs a surveillance state on yeah. your family. Yeah, like well, well. I also like how that doesn't clarify how she knows she's going to die. All these observers just watch, and they're like, I don't know, man. Timmy has been eating a lot of warheads, and like a lot of them. I, I listen, I'm, listen. Jacob's been having fast food for every meal for three weeks. I, I say. Just give a little scream. Maybe they'll think it's like like uh, an owl. But just in case, you've still done your job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. That doesn't explain how she knows. It just explains you're getting spied on. <laughs> We're just like – and their entire job is figuring out – Ah, oh, hell, is this guy about to die? And There, <laughs> there is a third option, Kevin. Yeah. It's that they don't perceive time in a linear fashion. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. That's, that's essentially magic. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't care if you said it in a way that fits better in a sci-fi movie. <laughs> it's still magic. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, we don't perceive time in a linear fashion. I can see the future with my scrying pool. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of them makes you sound smarter. Yep. One of them makes you sound cooler, too. <laughs> yeah. You you have a pool? Damn. Damn, an entire pool. Yeah. You can do backflips into it and then see your death. <laughs> well, watch out Watch out if anybody's washing clothes in it. <laughs> Boom. Scrying pool. Uh, <laughs> I got a future. Well, now that, now, that, now that we've done a commercial for scrying pools, let's go over to our actual commercial. <laughs> This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by the following message. Don't you enjoy microfiber cloths and how with them you can clean off little little smudges on your glasses or your cell phones? And wouldn't it be nice if that could be used for other things? Yeah, sometimes a microfiber cloth just isn't enough for what you need. Introducing the macrofiber cloth. This can clean any problem that you can see, systemic or otherwise. That's right. Let's say you're walking down the street. You see a poor person sitting on the side of the road, stuck in poverty, begging for help. Wipe it with a microfiber cloth. Now they're running their own successful venture. Maybe you're worried about climate change. You're looking around and you're seeing the ice caps melting, the water levels rising, the global temperatures going up, and just pollution everywhere. Take a macrofiber cloth and wipe it all away. Maybe you're concerned about the dead spots in the ocean that are growing because nothing can live there anymore. That sounds like you need a macrofiber cloth. Racial tension at your workplace? Macrofiber cloth. Warning, macrofiber cloth does not work on the democratic process. Scrying pool in the front, clairvoyance hot tub in the back. Oh, great. A mullet joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a mullet joke. It's more of just having a house with stuff in two places. <laughs> I mean, yes, but you framed it as a mullet <laughs> joke. 
I mean, front and back is just where you're standing. No, there's no other joke that's got that framing, Kevin. It's just just mullets. (laughs) Yeah, well, mullets can't always have everything. Sometimes we have to take things back from mullets. Mullets have nothing, Kevin. You can't take anything from a mullet because it it has nothing to offer. And nothing to lose. <laughs> that's why uh, mullet, that's why mullets are the most intimidating haircut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we know a lot about banshees. A lot about banshees. And also of ben she's. <laughs> banshees and bean she's. And banshee. Banshee. Uh, <laughs> banshee and banshee. The two brothers. The she brothers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... For to begin with, I guess we live in a world where you, your, where our concept of death is that you will know it's coming. Yeah, like there, there's, there's no, there, there's that one that says, "Oh, the banshee will," uh, or actually, that was technically the Ben Nike uh, will. Uh, will you know do their stuff when someone's going to die a particularly here, violent here's, death? Here, here's the thing: we have so many different ones here. I think it's kind of a roll of a dice which one your family gets. But that's true. And you, it's, it's you like it's to... consistent throughout your family line. So you, so it would be you would be the sort of thing where you know your your family maybe at the beginning you don't really know what is foretelling the death. Yeah. But your but eventually your family will know they're like oh this is the one that we have. The interesting thing that specifically the Ben Nike uh, mention mm-hmm. uh, is is the fact that you can run into them for other people. The Banshee, not so much. The Banshee, they're like, oh, the family can hear it. Yeah. And sometimes even just the person who's going to die can hear it. Yeah. Uh, but these ones, anyone can find a washing person and be like, hey, who's going to die? Well, why don't, why like, don't we say this then, Kevin? When you run into a banshee, or a, yeah. a banshee, <laughs> we just say we can just say yeah, yeah. screamer and washers. Yeah, yeah. If you run into a screamer or washer that is not yeah. connected to your own family, there's a small chance it's the banshee that's murderous. <laughs> <laughs> there's no murderous banshees, but there are in modern fiction, and we take all fiction, don't we? Yeah, yeah. But like, we we also have to sometimes. Be aware of when it's overwhelmed, and overwhelmingly, banshees are just sort of things that scream around. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm just trying to fit that that sliver into this world as well. Well, the way that I'm sort of fitting it in is the idea of when you watch something like Anaconda, and they're like, "Man, oh, those anaconda snakes—they're real dangerous. They're." They're man killers. It's like, yeah, but that's not a real anaconda. Like, there's going to be movies where it's like, oh, them banshees. Wait, so you're saying that in this world, the idea of the Hollywood deadly banshee still exists. It just only exists in movies? Yeah, it's the same reason why pe- people are like, oh, sharks. Sharks are, oh, sharks, they'll, uh, they'll, 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 they're they man-eaters and they'll, they'll want to kill people. Okay, okay. Usually the time Kevin, they don't. Kevin, I will accept this. However, we're not using that cop out every episode. No, I no, I understand. <laughs> yeah. The reason I want that is because that means that there is in this in this universe an Ice Cube movie where he fights a giant banshee. <laughs> I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Sometimes when you're world building, it's nice to have those inconsistencies. People will. <laughs> there are people in this world who are like, no, 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 a banshee will kill you. Yeah. If you fi- if you see a banshee, they can scream your face off and you're like, I think that's just in the movies. I'd <laughs> be like, no, nah, man. No, no. No, it, ha- it happened to a friend of a friend of mine. <laughs> a friend of a friend of mine. A friend of a friend of mine tried to suck one of their <laughs> their boobies. <laughs> one of the Are you sure that wasn't just a woman and then your friend got flayed? <laughs> just to be clear, your friend's in jail, right? <laughs> yeah, unrelated charges. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. Sounds like your friend sucks. Uh, might want to rephrase that, Kevin. <laughs> I said sucks, not suckles. Oh, you're right. You're right. There's They're a difference. Different. That is a difference. There is much more of this talk than I thought there would be in this episode. <laughs> uh, I brought it up, though. You did. You did bring it up. Yes. <laughs> so uh, death becomes a thing that we are a lot more 
aware of. I, I think I think what what it really means is death death is a thing that we're able to prepare for because we always know when it's coming. Yeah, I mean, you don't always know how it's going to happen or who it is or who it is. Uh, there's I I do what thing I do like from these legends. We don't take exactly what they are because obviously they're just facet left legends. I do like the idea of possibilities of things you can do to figure out who it is. Yeah, yeah. Like if like, you can find whose clothes it is. Yeah, like like it's or, don't get me wrong. If, if don't you, get me wrong. The weird if you <laughs> oh. if you can interpret the keening dance. Yeah, you might yeah, get like, an idea of it. Yeah, like 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 the the banshee clearly knows yeah. who it is. That's that's kind of why I also wanted to bring up the washing woman because she is the one who introduces most of the ideas that you can tell whose it is. Like she like literally you if you if you get up and you like open up your drawers and you're like Honey, where's my shirt? You know the shirt with the blood on it. <laughs> oh no! Oh. You, don't even, you don't even have to May, find. Maybe them. people will keep clothes with blood on it so that the banshee has something to take. And I then, mean, yes, and then, absolutely. Yeah, and then you could just look and be like, "Hey, is everybody's blood shirt on the hook still?" Well, because because you have to imagine that nothing that in a world where you get warnings of death, yeah, it's got to be pretty sucky when a death comes out of nowhere and you're just like oh no we should have known and we should have spent more time with them before they died yeah instead we we didn't know so maybe you would do things like have clothing that everyone has to bleed on i mean you would bleed on your own clothing yeah have clothing you bleed <laughs> on because when it vanishes you're like okay because i'm not gonna spend my time walking around streams and pools looking for women washing clothes no but I got if your things to if do. your bloody shirt goes away then you might <laughs> yeah unfortunately that also is the worst prank ever <laughs> yeah don't don't do that prank people of this world like it seems like you still want to keep that like what what's your what's your like uh but someone else could just take it you're like maybe i'll put it in something that has something like, not a heavy lock <laughs> but i don't want just someone being like, I'm going to make him think he's going to die. I mean, that's also a movie. Yeah. That's fully a movie. That's an Adam Sandler movie. No, that's, no, that's a Hallmark movie. Oh, you're There's, right. Yeah. There, yeah. There, this is, that is this world's version of the Christmas Prince. <laughs> because there's just so many of them. Yeah. And you're like, did you all come up with this idea individually? <laughs> <laughs> you all made a movie about... Someone stealing a guy's blood shirt, and so he's like, I guess I'm dying. Time to live life to its fullest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and it, in one of them, he and, actually does die. Yep, he does. Yeah, yeah. And it's a twist. Um, <laughs> I've never seen the Chris, the Christmas Prince, the Christmas Prince, or a Christmas Prince, uh, but one of them probably ends with some form of death. Yeah, probably. I probably. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some full-scale invasion of whatever country that the Christmas <laughs> Prince of. Yeah, Scandinavia. <laughs> I'm sorry they're fake countries, but also yeah, Scandinavia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but it's gone. <laughs> what does help with picking out the, uh, the, 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 the washing women or the banshees is usually, let's be clear, they stand out. <laughs> yeah like th yeah. whenever you see what is a way what does a banshee look like it's like oh they got long white hair and they wear cloaks and their eyes stream blood sometimes they're <laughs> spectral sometimes they've got long breasts sometimes they're a little itty bitty child um there's one there's ones that just say like oh they have some form of like malformation uh you know, like, you know, only having one nostril or a large protruding front tooth or like f webbed feet. Oh, I remember what I was going to say, Kevin. Yeah. I love that in this world you can call into work being like, my blood shirt's gone. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm just going to I need the data check and see stuff. But if it's if it's really gone, then like I quit. I'm going <laughs> to say you get one of those. Yeah. Yeah. My blood you shirt's get gone. One and then. <laughs> Yeah, and then they're and then you tell them again, oh, my blood shirt's gone, and they're like, this is the third time your blood shirt has been gone. Or you could be like, listen, our banshee is keening, so somebody in the family's gonna die. I just can I have a week off? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably that is more likely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but once again, that's also something that probably at a lot of jobs, it's like you keep 
I'm just saying. I have you see, 30 it's relatives. <laughs> it's and a big family. They're all going to die. They're all older than me. There's also the idea, um, which is that if um, uh, if someone dies far away, the the Irish legends still say that this, um, uh, this, this banshee would keen for the family, like at the yeah. family home. Yeah. Uh, which I have to assume as we get er, like later in history, she's not going to go to like the house you live. Like someone's keening outside, and you're just like, "Hey, you're not our banshee. The Thompsons moved like five years ago." <laughs> Damn yeah, no, the, it! Sorry, I, they did leave a forwarding address, though. You like want that or something? <laughs> and then un- want- uses the l- use of all their limbs. Um. <laughs> no, 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 no. I saw you first. That's not fair. <laughs> like, fine. <laughs> All right. Do you want the forwarding address or not? All right. <laughs> I love the idea of looking at me like, hey, you're not our banshee. <laughs> Who are you? Hey. Where's Anne? Get. Where's get. Anne? Shoot. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait give me that, lo- that long titty first. <laughs> I want to know who's going to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) Ah. Yeah, I guess betting in that way is kind of you don't do it because (laughs) like with the amount of people in the world, somebody's always going to be dying. There's always going to be banshees or or like washerwomen around like they're always going to be there. Now, there's only one specific kind of washerwoman. Oh, no, wait. There is also the the um, the small ones where you where you have to answer all their questions truthfully as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is a good question. So in a world where it's not super common, but like people, people can get knowledge. It doesn't say future knowledge, though, other than death. It just says whatever knowledge they desire. I guess that could be future knowledge. I mean, what if, if – let's let's think about it this way, Kevin. Let's think about some different people. We'll use historical people, right? Okay. So like Leonardo da Vinci, what knowledge does he desire? How do, how do you make a flying machine? Yeah. Right? He could learn that. That's future knowledge. But he could okay. learn that. Uh, what about somebody else? What well, about What about Napoleon? Right. No, I mean, how long does my empire last? Turns out not that long. <laughs> oh no! And then, <laughs> and then, and then, of course, they ask Bats back, "Do you truly love?" Oh God damn it, Geraldine! What's the name of his stupid love? I don't know, Geraldine. Let's go for Geraldine. It. Let's just say no. He's not going to get us. He's dead. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's Neapolitan. Nah, close enough. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I think that's true. I think it's fair enough that there is a sense of, yeah, but someone could know the feel. Like, they have to be obviously very obvious questions. You can't just be like going up there and doing very specific. Well, I I think what's questions. very important is other than like the truth back and forth, Banshee. Yeah. Um, it's specifically knowledge you desire. It's not something you're interested in. It's not something I mean, I, you're curious about. It's something I mean, you desire. I but mm, I don't know because the the idea is that when you say like oh I can give you anything you desire I feel like you can still just be like I want four hot pockets and they'll be like okay here is the knowledge <laughs> of how to make hot like, pockets like they're they're not gonna they're not gonna be like yeah but that doesn't seem like your desire that just seems like you're hungry right now and probably a little high <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're, they're gonna it's your boy. <laughs> I don't think they're, they're going to be like, ah, this doesn't seem like a true desire. Mm, this desire mm. seems iffy. <laughs> T- tell you what, I'll give you two pizza pockets and I'll let you know who at school has a crush on you. <laughs> I want four pizza pockets. All right, but I am telling you who's got a crush on you. It's Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. At least I got my pizza pockets. <laughs> Ah, uh, these are Hawaiian. I, <laughs> ah, what a prankster you are. <laughs> and to think I put your breast in my mouth. But only one of them. Only one, or else it's assault. <laughs> it's assault both ways. Yes, it's always assault. <laughs> okay, do go anything more than... I do like the idea that you, you'll sort of get this, this um, societal thing where... where 
where like the morning period shifts. Yeah, it's like, before like, and after, but really it's before. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's probably also going to be a little bit after, but we we get this idea of death is no longer sudden. Like it could be sudden if you're not paying attention or you haven't done the blood shirt or like you weren't in that, but someone's going to know even if you you don't get the banshee, like your family gets the banshee. Someone somehow. <laughs> I mean, there's it, spe- specifically that banshee where you're like, "Hey, whose clothes are those?" And, you're, and they're like, "Ah, these are uh, these are uh, Daniel Silverclaw's clothes." And you're like, "All right, I know him." <laughs> I don't know how cool I am. Also, with the idea of the banshees, you can steal the clothes back. Like they'll just they'll just take the clothes and then be like, "All right, fine, I'll take the clothes again." Yeah. And then you'll still die. <laughs> yeah. Because that one really seems to imply it is the Banshee that will kill you. Yeah. Because yeah. they're going to wash your clothes. Yeah. Uh, which, once again, I think that's just on on TV. <laughs> you, you've been watching too much CSI Banshee. Oh, my God. CSI Banshee. <laughs> Law and Order Special Banshee Division. God, kill me. Uh <laughs> Well, I only will if the Banshee tells me it's going to happen. No, no, fuck you. Kill me right now. <laughs> well, so we, I guess you have to ask, can fate be rewritten? Um, no. Well, the thing is, the Banshee just has knowledge of of when the death is going to happen, right? Yeah. So I, I don't think it can. Like, clearly you can avoid the death because the Banshee rules that we've been given do that. But it depends on the type of Banshee. Well, I, um, it, it, it might even just be that, like, the Banshee has this knowledge, and it's just that it's hard to avoid a death you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, like with the amount of legends that do seem to say that, like, oh, but it's not written in stone, like, oh, you can steal your clothes, I can do those things. Those just, just might be signs that it is possible to avoid the Banshee death, but... It's just a reprieve, right? Well, yeah, and like, like how is like there might be a greater acceptance of death in this world. Like, well, I think it is too. Like the thing is, like we said, there's no sudden deaths. No, there's right? no... unless you are being willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. There are no sudden deaths. And and the thing is, is that I understand that obviously in our world there are also long slow deaths uh that still hurt yeah. obviously yeah. So it's not going to make people be all of a sudden fine with death no but there's a chance for everybody to get closure before it happens yeah there's a lot of times where when you talk to people who are uh grieving in one way or another do mention that oh even if this person was sick for a long time like we we would hope you know get better or if it was sudden they're like oh i i wish beforehand i had done these things you get a forewarning you don't know how yeah. long it's going to be so it's not like you get a timer that ticks down but you're like okay it's going to happen let's all yeah i mean as as someone who has had a relative uh, die and know that the relative was going to die for you know quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the majority of the, of the mourning did happen before uh, because you, the, there's only so much of that intense mourning that you can that you can produce. Yeah, um, and not not to say that like it still didn't get sad at other parts or it didn't come back at, at a different time, but uh, I, I will say as someone who's gone through that experience. Uh, you know, uh, the news earlier on and uh, the course of seeing them get worse on their journey to that uh, was much harder than when they had actually passed, at least for me. Yeah. And I mean, more than that, everyone is dying and will die yeah. at one point. Yeah, it's really hard to ignore mortality because there's literally examples of it all around you every day. Yeah, like like it's... And in in our world as well, like people are people will die. So maybe so maybe you don't need to wait until a keening spirit tells you someone's going to die, and you could just make every moment count right now. Okay, you need to stop hallmarking this up. 
I will hallmark the shit out of these banshees because they mean something deeper. A banshee prince now available on Netflix. Also, Law and Order banshees. Also, Criminal Minds banshee intent. Also, unexplained banshee mysteries. <laughs> That's not fair because you added a banshee word. It's got to replace. Unexplained Banshees. Unsolved Banshees. Unsolved Banshees. <laughs> unsolved Banshees. I mean, every single unsolved mystery thing is going to begin with Wet and like, Wild they- Banshees. Uh, banshees Gone Wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> How it's Bansheed. Um, <laughs> because they're all also, a lot of them are described as being weirdly wet because they're usually like around like pools and water and things like that Rivers, yeah. i have this weird image of this parodied like banshee's gone wild and it's like a girl's gone wild commercial but they're all like they've all got long breasts also spirits <laughs> and like, like <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about banshees we're talking about lola rona we're talking about <laughs> all of those like female spirits but in I don't know. I think it's an interesting sketch. Someone who, <laughs> someone who has the Bar- capability uh, hey, to do that. Hey, Baron von Ness. Uh, there you go. Do we have Baron von Sketch? Yeah, yeah. You just said Baron Ness with Vaughn in the middle. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I hey, did. Baron von Ness. Yeah. <laughs> you knew what I meant. I did know what you mean. There, there, there is like, going to be a lot of very subtle things. I think we're going to get big societal stuff with how people are interacting with death. We're going to get those blood clothing at a certain point if you know what your family's banshee is and yeah. the, thing, the thing that time goes on your family knows what your banshee is yeah well you, the, you know the who thing they that are i think is interesting is when you marry somebody else what banshee are you gonna get <laughs> i mean that's that's true yeah that's true it's it's do you it's get an entirely size. new banshee or is it just one side's wins out over the well, other i would i will say Going a little bit into a little bit into the weeds here, I guess, of this world design. If it is just comes from like, let's just say it comes from like the dad's side, like the dad's the the dad's banshee comes in, uh, then that would give a lot of reasons for a lot of the like you know the stuff where it's like, oh, well, you know, the the woman takes the man's name, and it's all it's all going down the 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 father's line because that's where the banshee comes from. Yeah, I guess where, wherever it does come from. It feels like, though, probably because it's a banshee, it probably goes down the mother's yeah, line, Yeah, it's probably right? a, a, a matri, matrial line. Yeah, it probably goes down that line. So you get yeah. the mom's banshee. You get the father's name and the mom's spirit of death. <laughs> no, I mean, why and not? And just one new family. Probably you take the mom's name, too. Like, this, if that's where it comes from, that's probably what would happen. I mean, yes, if, if the banshee is coming down the woman's line there's probably yeah. a lot of stuff where it's like well we got to make sure we appease that line because that's where the <laughs> spirit of death comes from <laughs> yeah yeah well if we give if you take the the father's or not the father if you take the husband's name how will the banshee find you well i i don't think it'll they, get confused kevin well I, and I mean, it'll show up at the johnson's and they'll get pissed off i don't even think it's that i think it's just like when you when you're way back in the superstitious past if you know that a spirit follows you down the mother's line, yeah, like uh, then, and which probably means when you get married, your spirit's like, all right, you're no longer my concern. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll probably scream at your family, let you know you're going to die, but you don't get the warning. Your warning comes from like they they got to talk to each other. These banshees, they're 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 managers. They got their little <laughs> spies well, if, running around. If maybe. you're gonna die, your new banshee and your old banshee will do it. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, fusing yeah. A, fusing of families. Yeah, but but at the time, the, for a long time, they might not know. It's like oh, that. That woman is not the one who kills us. That woman is just letting us know. For a long time, they might just be like, oh, this woman screams, then someone dies. We better really appease that family line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we know where the spirit comes from. <laughs> it comes down that side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. They... They, they, that, they get... That's going to be a thing, too. Like, in the age of dowries, they're going to be like, what's your banshee like? Which <laughs> banshee? Which Question. banshee? You got a screaming banshee or you got a singing banshee? <laughs> you got a banshee that'll take control of my limbs if I don't see it first? <laughs> oh, you know that when they're that when they're doing all that like uh 
you know, we, well, we must marry for the power of our lands. Or like, you got a, like a pretty banshee? <laughs> you got it. How, how, attra- how long are your banshee's breasts? Uh, <laughs> I, well, I mean, also, if you have a banshee that's like one of the ones that will give you uh, information, you're like, maybe that's worth marrying into. Maybe. Maybe, because if you find that banshee, you know someone's going to die. But also, you got yourself some Clippers tickets. <laughs> but also, you can have a fun game of Truth or Truth. <laughs> I love the idea of also <laughs> of going up to a banshee and, be, and you know doing whatever it is, whether it's the grabbing or grabbing some boobs, whatever it is. Um, and then they're like, what do you desire? And you're like, Clippers tickets. And they're like, that's not a question. <laughs> can I have some Clippers tickets? No. No. <laughs> Damn it. I forgot. You don't grant wishes. You just give information. <laughs> will you help banshee. me get Clippers tickets? No, I will not help you get no. Clippers. No. I don't even know what city they play for. <laughs> if you would like uh, us to get help get you Clippers tickets, please leave us a rating or review wherever you're listening to our podcast. We appreciate everyone we get. I'm 85% sure it's Los Angeles. I it do is. not know sports. just the it's, first it's team Los that Angeles. came in my head. It's okay. Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to uh, t- teach us about sports, sure. Uh, you can get us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at StrawmanKWeer. I'm at Mighty Thews, and you can get us together at Third Space Cast. You can send us an email about your freaky monsters. Uh, yeah, that's what you should do. And you can yeah, send yeah. that at thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Or check out our website at thirdspacepodcast.com. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space, where Kevin and I are foam cutouts of each other. So, we're, we're, like, I'm you? Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs>